bitch take notes. My next guest knows exactly what I'm talking about. This is VHL's Next. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Tune in right now. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I always say that intro music, I feel like I'm about to do like a hip hop class. Like, and this is intro to hip hop. And one. And, and two. <laughs> Billy Blanks, okay? Tybo, okay? Girl, I love Tybo. Look. Get you in the shade, Listen, honey. Get it snatched. twisted, okay? All on YouTube, period. <laughs> Guys, okay. this is VHL's Next. I'm your host, Raylan T. Yes. I have funny lady in the building. That's me. Tila Brown, excuse me, bad bitch in the building. Yes, yes, what a time. Tila Brown, yes. yes, so what a time what to a time. be a bad bitch. I love bad. that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hello, you know, everyone. Hello. Like Drake and Future, yes. where was that song on the album? Come on. <laughs> Drake okay. needs to call me back so I can do a feature. Yeah, do a feature. You know we need a remix a for the ladies. Okay, period. Okay. <laughs> so tell, yes. tell me how you came up with that and what, what does that mean exactly to Man, you? Yeah, so yeah, so you know what? When they dropped the little EP, mm-hmm. um, it was What a Time to Be Alive. And so I was on Twitter one day and I was just like, everybody was going crazy over it. And I was like, What a Time to Be a Bad Bitch. And I don't know. I, from there, it just stuck. And everybody was like, That's your phrase. That That's it. And you know, I like. I um I've created T-shirts behind it. I created it like as an as a brand for D'Lo Brown. Like I even had a comedy show named after it. Like that's one of our best comedy shows that I've done in Detroit. And so it's it's a brand. When you hear that, you know it's D'Lo Brown. Yes. Everyone sees me and they're like, "What a time!" Or now bad I know. Bitch. You know, so now you know. So <laughs> next time we see each other, I'm like, "What a time!" What a time. To be a bad to be bitch. A bad. Okay. So like I I don't play about that. You know that's that's something I'm I'm taking with me all the way. So I'm 90 years old. Like I'm gonna be mm-hmm. a bad bitch till I die. And yes. like. I used to sell t-shirts out my trunk with it. I literally have wow. shirts that say what it's time to be a bad bitch. So, like, that's how much I believe in myself because I am a bad bitch. And it's what a time, what a time to be mm-hmm. alive. You know what I'm saying? So, so for, for yes. the ladies who might not be so confident in yeah. themselves and be like, I want to be a bad bitch, yeah. but what does that entail or yeah. what does that mean? What does that being a bad bitch to you yeah. mean? So, being a bad bitch to me means, like, waking up every day, mm-hmm. every single day and looking in that mirror and saying, like, listen, I'm here. I'm alive. I'm healthy. I'm beautiful. I'm loved and most of all I'm a bad bitch okay mm-hmm. I can do anything I put my mind to nothing will get in my way no one and having that confidence it exudes from the inside all the way out that's why when people see me they're like oh you a bad bitch okay like they can <laughs> tell you know and I don't let people's opinions of me really affect me or anything like that you know I try to be a positive person I keep God first and that's how that's what keeps my confidence up that's what keeps that bad bitchness up you know what I'm saying so just pouring into yourself self loving yourself like even if you don't want to say bad bitch necessarily mm-hmm. you, you're a badass woman okay mm-hmm. so that's for anybody bad man bad girl bad boy whatever <laughs> anybody okay so you were talking about you know selling these t-shirts out your yes. car what is how has this been this comedic journey been for you it's been amazing it's been mm-hmm. three years um i started in detroit i did my first sold out show back in 2016 Detail, what okay up? listen what up though <laughs> and um from there, it just took off. Like, I became a comedic goddess in Detroit. I was really the only one, like, running the lane there. My age, my demographic, um, and just being in those mill- that millennial group, I was literally the only one. So I've been I've been rocking it. And um, I kind of reached my peak in November. I did my last, like, show there. It was called The Blackout, okay? Mm-hmm. It was 
crazy. Like <laughs> over four hundred people. We That's had to close crazy. the door. I had Wait, my mom. What? Oh yes, babe. What a time! What a time! What a time! Okay. <laughs> To be a bad, this is bad bitchness. That's bad that, bitchness. No, okay? for real. You know what I'm saying? So I believed in myself that much to continue to create these shows and have people come and just watch me tell my story on stage. And uh, you know, for me, I felt like I reached my peak. I felt like God was telling me there's something for you elsewhere. So I made that my last show, which was on Black Friday in November of last mm-hmm. year. And I packed my things up. So my manager like, yo, I'm gone. And so I came out here in January, and it's been it's been great ever since. Like I got here, and I really hit the ground. Running, running okay mm-hmm. like that's how was I know the I'm hustle to be here. a bit different from being in Detroit to moving here to LA yeah how so man <laughs> you gotta stay on your toes but you know what that's the, the beauty of being from Detroit I've been a hustler mm-hmm. okay since I was a kid I've, I stayed with a job even when I was 15 okay um when I was in college I literally had two three jobs at a time and that, that's just that Detroitness in yeah. me so I was able to bring that here it's still an adjustment but it's like I knew what I had to do to stay here and to thrive and get to that level that I want to be at so I've been working my butt off I have my whole team's been very supportive my manager moved out here recently she's been like awesome so like we're we're really out here doing what we have to do seriously I feel like that's good for people who are in LA to hear because I feel sometimes we get comfortable yeah I hear that about you guys you know opportunities like the opportunities are always going to be here when you know you do have to put in the work to get where you're going to go to absolutely because talent alone you know man it, it'll get you it'll get you there but it's like that hard work that grind of consistency definitely you, you have to it has to be both it has to be a balance so. yes yeah. so you have been working yes we know that <laughs> you were on fox's star what who me <laughs> wait no well, i wasn't on star okay, but you sorry you were with ryan Desi. i was with ryan yes, Desi. i'm like what, Fox's star. star look look lee daniels <laughs> let me look sorry girl let me make the call are now are you speaking into fruition that i'll lee, be on fox so yes, you're putting it into the universe. Look, Lee, look, Lee Daniels, answer this call. <laughs> no, but we are sorry, friends with it's Ryan okay. Destiny it is of Fox Star. Yes, yes, and we yes. know that friendship even went with you into this music video yes. that you had a cameo in, yeah. which is Big Sean's single again. Yes. What a great video! Man, I love that. That was such a great, experience. very cinematic. Yeah, it was great. They did their thing. Shout out to Lawrence, like creatively just he 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 was a beast on it. I didn't even know it was gonna like play out like that. Like mm-hmm. when I watched the video and I saw it for the first time, which was like the world premiere, yeah. I was literally literally like screaming. I was like, oh my God. Are like, you over there doing hair? Like, I was like, I'm doing hair. Were you I'm really like, doing hair? <laughs> That's what I wanted to know in the video. I was like, dang she getting Listen, these braids laid. They told me to make sure you part the hair. So you know what? <laughs> I parted that hair like my life depended on it, okay? Uh, listen, I was in Hollywood. And I, was I was wondering. I was like, yeah, no, these braids look great. <laughs> they just tell me part that hair, and I was parting that hair. So <laughs> that's what I was hired to do. So I did my job. Look, I, look, that's why you need to be on Fox's Star. Yeah, okay. the, the acting is a one. I believe. Thank you. It, you know? Thank you. I appreciate. So, did that. your relationship with Ryan help you um, get this position on this sing, uh, this music video, or was it your relationship with Big Sean? Because you guys are both from Detroit as so, well. It was actually my relationship with my manager and her relationship with Big Sean and his homeboy, his partner, Lawrence mm-hmm. Lamont. Um, they know each other. They've worked with each other before. So Lawrence hit up my manager like, hey, um, is your friend a comedian? And she's like, uh-uh, my client. And so- <laughs> 
<laughs> and he like, all right, so we need her, you know, to come and shoot this with us. And I had just got back to L.A. She, mm-hmm. like, called me the next day at, like, 6 in the morning, like, you got to go back to Detroit. I'm like, for what? And she's like, Big Sean video. I was like, oh, oh I okay. Like, I'm on the <laughs> so, yeah, that's, yeah, okay, around. listen. So, yeah, that's kind of how that came about. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. that's cool. Yeah, it was great. It was such a great experience. And then the crazy part is we filmed the video literally down the street from my house. Like literally in a neighborhood that I grew up, a street that I drive down, like and so everybody knows, like yeah. D loves in the video. Yes, everybody, like people were going crazy, crazy. So That's yeah, insane. that was a blessing. Shout out to Big Sean for that. For anybody sure. from Detroit that you know we know as a whole mm-hmm. that has talked to you about your uh, career and where it's going, or have given you any advice? Ooh, you know. No one from the upper ups. Yes. (laughs) No one yet. But you know what? Big Sean keeps me inspired just doing the work that he does, especially Mm -hmm. when he pours back into the The community. That's that's big. That's that's what I aspire to be like when I get to the next level is to make sure I'm pouring back into my community because that says enough. That literally says enough. So, yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. So, D-Lo. Yes. Revolt. Funny <laughs> AF. Yes. This Funny new series, yes. series. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So, um, actually, shout out to Jeannie. Okay. Ready, okay. say, Impact. She actually was the one who introduced me to this amazing opportunity. Uh, we met at a movie audition, and um, she hit me up, like, a few weeks later, like, yo, I'm in a meeting with Revolt, and they talking about some. They're coming out with a new comedy series. And I said, no, they're not if they don't have D-Lo Brown. I said, oh, I said, you are so right. <laughs> so, like, I, um, you know, I had to send them in some tapes and stuff. Yes. They were really feeling me. And they're like, come on, we're, we're adding you to this. So we filmed a few months ago, and it was such an amazing experience. Like, And it just really reminded me in that moment of all the things that I had did up until that point. This is what I've been working, working for. for. Like, seriously. So that yes, was amazing. to be on a major network like Man. that, too. Guys, you can catch that on Revolt on yes. Wednesdays at 9 yes. p.m. 10 Central. Yes, yes. Okay. And my episode airs September 11th. Oh, so in it's two right Wednesdays. around the corner. Yes. So you can put a reminder on that yes, phone yes, to alert you. Yes. Okay. <laughs> September 11th. So you know when it's coming Standard up. Time. Yes. That's thank awesome. You. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. What are you going to do to watch the premiere? Are you going to have all your friends? Yeah. Or what's so, we're, so we're trying to get a little watch party together somewhere in Sherman Oaks. So we're working on that now, my manager and Jeannie and I. So, um, yeah. I'll keep you posted. Okay. Yeah. On let that. me know. I'll keep the people I gotta posted. see. Yeah, come we got to see this. You, know you can come through. What well, a time. Well, you know, exactly. Speaking of what a time and how you trademark that. Did you hear about the newest trademark that has came is because it Taco Tuesday. oh child <laughs> look at child. D-Lo D-Lo is already here for our hot topics guys look LeBron James yes. in August yes. has trademarked yes. Taco Tuesday absolutely he, he needs sure them did. coins he needs he needs the coins that's smart that's right? a businessman do you understand it like like I'm, I'm I love that model like like he knew what to do Okay. Everybody was reacting to his videos. You know, I can't play the videos for copyright reasons, but (laughs) go on uh, (laughs) any platform, excuse me, and look up LeBron James and his Taco Tuesday. I thought it was crazy how it went from just being in his house, Mm -hmm. then the latest video I had seen, girl, it was like your your show, your comedy show. A whole 400 people. (laughs) An entire event. For Taco for Tuesday. For Taco Tuesday. I, I aspire. Okay, LeBron, <laughs> I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at him at We're all. We're going to have to come up with yeah. the what a time yeah. to be a bad bitch convention or oh, something. Oh, yes. Every, I love you know? that. I love it. Make it like Essence Fest. Yeah. <laughs> 
All the bad bitches. All okay. the bad bitches. All of us unite. In yes. Detroit, just mobbing. Oh, yes, Ooh. mobbing. Oh, we come hard. Oh, baby. <laughs> Yes. yes, so, you know, uh, people are giving him slack, though, for trademarking Taco Tuesdays. Almost like when Kim Kardashian tried to trademark the kimono. Yeah, and but then it took me back to didn't uh, Cardi trademark okra? Okra. So, yeah. my thing is, why you mad? They getting their bag. Reminds me of that, like, I guess it was like Allstate State for a commercial where somebody was holding up that dollar on the little fishing line. Oh! Okay, wasn't fast it, enough. Wasn't fast enough. You're <laughs> mad they did it first. I mean, and that's just really what it boils down to. People, people are always going to complain. I mm-hmm. feel like we're in a day and time where people are like super sensitive and just find anything to complain about. Exactly. So, how so. do you deal with that being a comedian? Because Ooh. right now, what a time to be a comedian <laughs> yes. when everybody yeah. is so sensitive and we're having this cancel culture where if you say one wrong thing it's might be over for you might be over for your career we don't know if you'll be able to come back so how do you still do what you do and still have to worry about you know exactly the ignorance of other people and the sensitivity of other people as well i always say it's a thin line between being a comedian and being just straight up ignorant Mm. you know what i'm saying so my material is always tasteful i make sure i'm never disrespecting a particular person or a group or community i make sure i don't do that um, I always try to read the room and read the crowd. And it's, it's simply about respect. And I think a lot of people sometimes cross the line and it triggers people, which I understand, even though they're trying to be their authentic self, com- you know, mm-hmm. self, I get it. But it's like, again, we're living in cancel culture. So it's like, I know that and I can't act oblivious to it. So it's like, I'm going to come prepared so mm-hmm. that I won't get that backlash. But I'm going to make sure I stay true to myself. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank yeah, you. I know. Because I'm just like. It's a lot going on. Especially Did you for see comedians. the Dave Yes. <laughs> It I was did. Funny, though. Like, no, I that was, was great. Like, I was. I'm look, sorry, it was see, look, no, it was great. <laughs> I, and, and immediately after I watched it, yeah. I saw so many saw articles. Like, don't oh, watch man. this series. It was bad. It like people were writing these think pieces, and I'm like, do you really have this much time today? But the thing is, I love how he said you chose to click on this. Mm-hmm. You chose to watch it, and I understand. And I don't think that he was deliberately trying to talk down on anyone. He was just speaking realistic facts about these different communities and things that happen, especially between race and mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community, all of that. And it's just like some people were triggered, yes. but you sat there and you chose to watch. Exactly. It. So he warned you. And, and we this know is how also he is. everybody. I feel like who, who's a comedian are yeah. doing their jokes based mm-hmm. off experience. This so, is true. This is hey. If that's so, his experience, uh, and, and so he has to tell it. That he has a story to tell. So. He's not telling your experience. He's not. He's telling his. <laughs> I love that you said. That. I like that. That's yeah. awesome. Yep. But yeah, you can't. The cancel culture. Do you ever feel like this is just for this? This year, this time period, and where we are, or oh, somebody, somebody trying to tap in. <laughs> <laughs> but do you ever? Guys had a, we had someone unexpectedly try to call in. But... Oh, okay. Somebody okay. trying to unexpected. Oh, they, they, <laughs> they call it. <laughs> it's okay. We had an unexpected call okay. in the booth, but it's all right. <laughs> all right. But how do you feel about this cancel culture? Do you think that this is just you know sign of the times or? can we get past this or is this the way like you know comedy is going to be looked at now I'm hoping at some point we can get past it because it's cancel culture for everything everything you don't even have to be a comedian yeah I mean you're just a human like you're canceled (laughs) like 
anything but mm-hmm. I think it's something because it's so fresh mm-hmm. it's so new I think eventually we'll get past it I think we'll um, navigate how we cancel people a little differently, differently. we may not necessarily just cancel them I think it just has to evolve with how we're dealing because with because sometimes this. we're canceling people and, and it's like, the crime don't really match the punishment in like, certain cases and people like that? it's, it's like, crazy it's, it's quite crazy it, it is and it's like it almost gives me anxiety it's, exactly because people are living in fear yeah, no literally so, of their career yeah no seriously <laughs> i've had to kind of tread lightly just on certain things even because i'm very like active on social media so it's just like having to kind of tiptoe and make sure i don't say the wrong thing and it's just like but i'm still trying to be myself this mm-hmm. is me so I, I hope that we can get past it yes I, I hope so and then something also relevant to you is you know female comedians mm-hmm. and their stake in this industry yes um I feel like with the rap community, we're just now Man. seeing yeah. female rappers yeah. come to the plate. Yes. But in your industry, in your mm-hmm. field, it kind of seems like they're a little shadowed as far as making it to where everybody knows yeah. these faces. Right exactly. now, I feel like Tiffany Haddish is who everybody's familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, white or black. Mm-hmm. So what do you think or what is the cause of why we're not seeing so many D'Lo Browns yeah. and the Lunels and all these great comedians yeah. that and the Melanie Camachos of the world yeah. that are amazing comedians that not everybody may know? Um, I think it's a mixture of society putting a cap on female comedians and then women comedian not comedians not necessarily going hard enough i'm not saying they don't but mm-hmm. i'm saying for me i kick down the door okay i don't care if this is a male dominated field mm-hmm. you gonna know dila brown <laughs> period <laughs> okay so um but i think society has really just put like this cap where we can't really get to the kevin hart or if we exactly. do it's only going to be one which is tiffany haddish and it's like like you said, where are the rest of them that are on that level? Um, but I really just think it's the way society is set up. This is a man's world, quote unquote. I don't believe that. But I just think it's hard. Like, I think when people look at women comedian, they often think that we're only going to talk about sex or ourselves or our way, typical things. So people, we don't get that audience. OK, we don't get that same support. Like you would with your Kevin Hart's and your Dave Chappelle's because you don't see that many people going crazy over a woman's uh, Netflix special. That's the yes. comedian. It's like, where is that? Like, Tiffany Haddish just dropped um, They Ready? Yes, Her, of and, all the comedians. Like, where's the hype? You know what I'm saying? Where's the there's support there? But it's just the way of the world, which isn't a very unfortunate thing. But I'm not going to let that stop me at all. Yeah. I literally aspire to be bigger than Kevin Hart. Like, I hope we both can look back on this interview and see that I said that and that I did that. And that so, I was here you know, okay. when that happened. Every when yet. she said it, <laughs> a lot of time. So um, I think society and its norms have just put this cap on women comedians, and that they can't be as successful or as big as Kevin Hart. So for me, it's like I'm not gonna let that get in the way of anything mm-hmm. at all. I'm, to me, I'm a beast. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm the man around here. Yeah. So I feel like it's crazy mm-hmm. for women comedians because when you do look at let's just say black comedians yes. only yes. there is just a Kevin Hart yeah. even though there's so many other black comedians who are Absolutely. male as well Absolutely. and then now you're looking at you you're mm-hmm. a black woman mm-hmm. you're black and also you're a woman yes so now okay just, we're dealing with both things yeah, to get through yes, the door yeah yeah it's a lot I'm, I'm a minority like I'm a double minority okay in the field. so it's it's crazy it, yeah it's hard I have to go super hard 
I do every time. And I you're perform. right, like girls, we do need to go. Let yeah. We gotta go hard. hard. Like keep applying that pressure so we can open up those passageways so we can be the Kevin Hart selling out Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. It's all about that's playing a goal the game. Of mine. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna play this game and I'm gonna win. Yeah. Period. So there <laughs> okay, it is. Period, okay, period, boom. <laughs> so d talk to me about yes. some things that you have coming up. Um, any upcoming shows? So, I'm supposed to be going to the comedy store tomorrow. And what? I think I'm supposed to be going to Flappers on Wednesday. I'm really still getting my feet wet I know, because how, stage. yeah, what is it like in L.A.? The, the rooms in L.A. <laughs> are a little hard. Trust me, like, I've seen rappers who've already yeah. made, like, Roddy Rich yeah, and the baby yeah, yeah. get a weird little, like, like, not what? as much enthusiasm. Because, you know, L.A., everybody think they somebody. The, com- the like, <laughs> comedian, like, the scene here uh-huh. is different. The style of comedy. What is it like? It's weird. <laughs> okay. is, is it very, like, TV? It's more real, so? It's y'all goofy. Uh. I don't say y'all. Okay, not you. But, like, <laughs> but some of the comedians here are just a little too goofy. And it's like, it's, like you said, like it's a real sitcom, TV. It's like right? A, like, are you performing a sketch? Yes. <laughs> so, um, for me, being from Detroit, I share my story. And so, you know, I'm a little thug, too. So, it's like. It's, it's different. It's, it's different. You know, some of my people, like, some of my jokes, they be like, wait, I can laugh at that? Like, you cool with talking about that? Like, yourself? So, it's like. It's it's been an adjustment. <laughs> it's been an adjustment, but I'm learning it. So again, I'm still like getting my feet wet um, here. So yeah, I'll be going to some open mics this week and next week too. So tomorrow you gonna be, you probably gonna be out. I probably will be at the comedy store tomorrow. I think the show starts at seven or six. Okay, the comedy store. Okay, look, I'm gonna have to pull come up. Yeah, little time. time. Come okay. on through, baby. I'm about to come through. <laughs> and yes. tell me about this. Uh, keep it on the D low. I know oh, you're gonna have yes. some content and everything. <laughs> coming soon. Yes, so season one of Keeping on the D-Low was great. Um, we season The season premiere came out last year. Um, it was basically like little spin-off episodes of like my life. Like from the dating world to um, me being a hairdresser because I used to do hair. Okay, so, so- okay, so <laughs> the role in the video kind of had a little bit of relevance. Yes, okay. yes, it did. Full circle. Full circle. <laughs> um, and just just different things like, again, dating in my life. And so now season two, we're going to talk about my transition from leaving Detroit and coming to Cali and just... And doing the things man. that... Some of the things like dating and yes. stuff out here. Oh, we talked a we little a bit off air. <laughs> yeah. The guys out here in LA might be... Straight man. weird. No weird. <laughs> So, a little weird. Yeah, so... It, but um, that'll be funny to see that journey oh, with you. Oh, man, I can't wait for you guys to see it. It's, it's going to be great. Like, and seriously. then, I know D-Lo and Friends mm-hmm. is in pre-production as yes, well. Yes, yes, we're getting D-Lo and Friends ready. That's going to be just like an episodic little series of just different things. And then also us hitting the stages. Um, we're going to start having little shows and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's going to be great. D-Lo and Friends, just... Keep, keep your eye up for that. It's okay. Really good, yeah. We have to see. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. ready. Yeah. I got I need a lot the, of content I'm this, working on. Look, I'm like, yeah. I need the Netflix and the, the, the show. Netflix is coming. I, I've been speaking that. I've been speaking so highly of that. Like, I really believe that I can create something that can be watched on Netflix. Yes. Like, I watched the first se- season of Keep It On The Deal Like It's On Netflix. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I literally just watch it and I crack up like I've never seen it before. Yeah. But I really believe I'm, like, worth it. Yeah. I, I believe that I can get on Netflix, yes. HBO, something. When I say when I say Netflix too, yeah. I'm saying Netflix as this is like the, the new wave of oh, how yeah. we get our content, oh, and this yeah. is new fresh content that yes, yes. 
it hits somebody's yep. demographic. Absolutely. You know, and Netflix has so much content for so everybody. Much. For everybody. And I appreciate them for that. Because, like, for so long, it's like, you either had to be on something a major like... Network, a major network. And it's, it's not that easy. And it's so, and it's so old school, the Man, model of the how model everything is. is so old school. But Netflix, I mean, you can be creating content from somewhere in Tennessee and somebody finds it and boom, you're, there's a deal on the floor. You don't necessarily have to move to Hollywood exactly. to make it on Netflix. Like, that's that's the thing. They're, they're actually... They're, they're utilizing the and content taking creators and taking people. chances mm-hmm. on people that are not necessarily in the industry. So I love that. I love it. Well, you know, Eddie Murphy's supposed to be having his special yes, coming soon. Yes, I saw. I saw. What do, I saw. How do you feel about Eddie Murphy coming back to stand up? I think he's cool. I have never seen him perform in person, but of course, I'm very familiar with his stand up. Um, I'm excited to see it. I am. I'm excited to see what he has to talk about. I'm excited to see it coming to America too. So that is well. a lot of things. He does like have a lot of things resurfacing. Going. So that's really good for him. I'm yes. excited, definitely. I know because Netflix is dropping a lot of deals they for the comedians. I'm like, I'm about to look. Come on, Netflix. I'm about to be a comedian. Come on, Netflix. <laughs> show. Let's do a show, okay? Okay. I'm like, they dropping deals. Let's do it. Oh my God, I'm all this money. What a time. Let me get some of that money. Okay. <laughs> Well, Dila, it was yes. so good having you. Yeah, thank you Please so let people know where they can follow you yeah. and keep up with you so Absolutely. that they can come to your show, Absolutely. see you, you know, yes. control that room and control yes. that audiences. So you can catch Miss Dilo Brown on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It On The D-Lo. That's Keep It On The D-E-L-O. Keep It On The D-Lo. Check me out. I'll be at the Comedy Store this week and Flappers on Wednesday. So check a bad bitch out. What a time. What a time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. It's your girl, Raylan T. Yes. You can find me on Instagram at Raylan Taren and on Twitter as well. Make sure to follow all things Black Hollywood Live at BHL Online. I will see you guys next Sunday. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. That was great. <laughs> On behalf of our BHL staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Black Hollywood Live, the world's first digital broadcast network devoted entirely to urban entertainment and pop culture. Check out our Black Hollywood Live YouTube page for even more great programming and amazing content. And be sure to subscribe and like our channel when you do. I'm your BHL host, Nakia Monet, and you can find me on all social media at Kiki Boom Boom or at Black Hollywood Live. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined.